Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Kasamas and John Scheimer. What's up, guys? Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. Um, joining you on this beautiful, hot-ass evening. It has been oh. hot lately. <laughs> anyway, Scheimer ain't going to make it tonight. He's got caught up doing some work stuff. But uh, tonight I have one of... Uh, one of my older friends from the Ventura Nardcore scene, Mr. Joe Rivas, uh, of fame Burning Dog, one of the classic bands from back in the uh, you know mid-90s Nardcore days, and now currently in Out of Trust, um, co-host of the 185 Miles South podcast, and a general awesome motherfucker. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good, man. It was I, nice I don't to, know that uh, I'm a... I, I I just r- real quick affix that I, I'm not co-host. Oh yeah, okay. On the podcast, it's it's all Zach's podcast, and then right. he has me and sometimes other people as guest co-hosts. hosts. Oh, okay. So guest guest oh, spots. Yeah. I just well, I, I just believe me. I don't want to piss Zach off. You know. You yeah, wanna, yeah. You yeah. don't want him mowing the lawn on you or, or picking up cans <laughs> or any of that shit. You know. Right. No, but. Uh, yeah, so I'm on a lot of them because I got a lot of fucking free time, and he's one of my favorite people. So I, I love I love doing that thing with him. Right, man. Uh, you know, lately we've been exploring a bunch of new music, so stuff mm-hmm. that I uh, like. I'm kind of I'm not exactly out of touch, but but you know, there's you know how much music there is. There's so much so stuff. So much, man. And so so if you're not into those things, then you just they just kind of pass you by. So he's been feeding me this stuff, and we're gonna do a new one for this. this That's uh, cool. Like a newer twenty. Band. The first, the best records of twenty twenty up okay. for the first seven months. And it's all based in nardcore, or is it just hardcore no, 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 just 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 oh, nice. hardcore, hardcore in general. It's a genre of hardcore, which yeah. is something that actually I wanted to, you know, kind of talk to you about. I mean, the original. You know, I, there was always this debate back when we were kids. It's like, what is fucking hardcore? You know what I mean? Like hardcore yeah. is started as what your minor threats your you know all that stuff and then it morphed into this other side of what hardcore is which all has it you know it all is a linear you know uh, evolution essentially but you know the hardcore when people say it to me i think of minor threat i think of bad brains i think of that stuff but a lot of what's referred to now is your you know we'll call them you know for lack of a better term tough guy hardcore bands which doesn't seem to be much of a thing anymore maybe it is i might just be out but you know, how, what, how is your version of like hardcore, like developed so, over the years? So I, I think the term started being used for like Black Flag, um, mm-hmm. uh, Bad Brains, of course, yeah. you know, those, those earlier bands that separated them because they were still punk, mm-hmm. but it just separated them a little bit from uh, the shitheads. No, 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 no. It's it, it, that that version of punks, and they called it hardcore, and it separated it from like the Ramones and mm-hmm. uh, you know the the Talking Heads and Iggy and the Stooges and like like all that the stuff. Classic that, that, version of punk rock, essentially. The, the early version of that New York right. stuff, and so then yeah. there was this hardcore, which was like a, a heavier, bitier edge to it, you know. But also like lyrical content too right i mean yeah well I think that, that had a lot to do with it you know the, the messages stuff started coming uh, well i mean you know crass in the 80s or the 70s was already you know ha- had message 
yeah um, me- message driven music uh, uh, more so than you know uh, well i mean a bunch of those english bands the clash and the sex pistols and you know uh, uh they were politically minded but i'm i'm talking more like when it came to like i don't know it was weird I, it was almost like i the shift in it, it almost seemed to me that you know when they started like, especially like when, when minor threat came out and they were like look dude we're making our own lane we're digging our own groove here we don't yeah. get fucked up like all the rest of the punks you know what i mean all that stuff like that stuff really started to speak to like almost like a cultural it was like a cultural shift from yes crass was political there's a lot of political punk bands back then but that even was its own genre i felt you know what i mean yeah oh yeah, like, yeah you could yeah, be a punk was. band and then there was the political punks but then the hardcore scene came up and they were kind of like a mix of both almost yeah it's just like harsher music you know what i mean right 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 it felt yeah, like but, it feels like to me yeah um you know uh if as with any genre you know as as it progresses people start to you know make all these niches you know like okay you know like let's take speed metal for example or, or metal right there's there's black sabbath and you know uh uh you, you know those early early what we'll call heavy metal bands and then it evolved and then there's the the, the first wave of british heavy metal or the new wave of british heavy metal i guess right you know yeah. judas priest and all that stuff and then and then it, and then in the nineties or the eighties, and then it just gets in split. Just, so then there's yeah, speed more. metal and thrash metal, and you know, crossover like all of these crossover yeah. and like all, yeah. all this, you know, yeah. It, it, uh, uh, hardcore did, you know, punk rock did the same thing, where it just became all these genres, and that's why you know when in the nineties, then it was like, oh, oh, you listen to that kind of punk? Oh, you're not, you're not cool like us because you don't, you know, you're not into right. what we're into. Uh, yeah. which which sucked so what was it uh <laughs> I, obviously you're like a massive audiophile you always know music i mean i know you say you're out of touch stuff and there's people that obviously have their finger closer to the pulse than we do but I, i'm always yeah. so impressed that you're like knowledge of, of history of punk rock and hardcore and even what's going on now and stuff like that Uh oh oh party foul see look, look at that. <laughs> i was trying to wreck the nardcore comp that just came out i just got my copy <laughs> My band Bad Brains is on it. Stoked about that. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy to yeah, be part I, of that shit, dude. I did some backups on that song. I, you know, I didn't even have any part in recording it, so it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just just me and Pat did those, the, those backups, <laughs> but they sound so like crazy loud, like, yeah. like 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 yeah. Um. Funny. Yeah, I I um. So what what I, was like what was it that drew you into the early punk rock and hardcore stuff back in the day yeah so i, I grew up you know i'm um i turned 49 in september so 49 I'm yeah i'm old Damn, bro i didn't hear that old yeah um my brother just dobby just dobby just turned 50 last yeah. last last month so we're 14 months apart so um so i grew up in the 70s you know with fucking disco and you know the beginning of break dancing music and all that stuff. You know, uh, you know, uh, burn rubber and uh, you know the Gap and and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Um, and and that new wave British heavy metal stuff. Now there wasn't MTV just yet, but videos were like you could catch them here and there, and like different programs would would have stuff. Like you could buy like uh, 
my mom worked at Radio Shack for years. So you could buy from Radio Shack like these put together VHS tapes that had a bunch of stuff. So like oh, Ozzy yeah. and all kinds of shit like that, you know. Yeah. So so I was really into that 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 early metal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um he used to take t- white t shirts and like my mom had these uh uh, fabric pens they were like like a toothpaste roll with a right. tip on it that you and then you could draw on the <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but we would get like circus magazine or like any of those you know the, like those early uh, hip parader and like the, the the early metal magazines in mm-hmm. or guitar world or what whatever and uh take the lo- figure out what the logo looked like for the band and then write it on our shirts right but, but we looked like fucking NASCAR because we had like oh, every yeah. band possible, like on our. <laughs> you're but, like the pre punks, dude. Like fifth, fifth, and sixth grade. My my brother and I, you know, when yeah. we were doing doing all this, and, and, and you growing up in Oxnard, right? Which is a yeah, in Southside. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. Um, wasn't a real common thing back then, probably. No, 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 it wasn't. And then, and then, you know, my my best friend since since kindergarten is John, John Winstead, who's mm-hmm. also in Burning Dog with me later on. Mm-hmm. Um, we've known each other more of our life than not. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but yeah, so, so the four of us, and then there were a couple other kids that, that were into that stuff. And then we got into skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then we had this one older friend, this guy, Tracy Brooks, that his, he was somehow related to somebody in aggression. And so then we started getting these aggression demos and stuff. Right. Um, and you know, that was very, especially with the the song intense energy. So that was very skateboard, very skateboard oriented. So it was like, Oh, well, this is what we're going to listen to now. Absolutely. man. So we just, we just kind of phased the metal stuff out. Mm -hmm. At least some of it, you know, Mm -hmm. Sabbath always, always remained, you know, the, 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 the important, the the important ones never die. Yeah, the the important ones stayed stayed around, and then everything else just kind of kind of disappeared. You know, um, I've revisited a bunch of it since, but you know, um, just as kids, you know, like you, you just want to focus on 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 that one thing. Um, yeah. So, so so that's how we got into the early punk, and then we realized that you know uh, that these guys it, 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 aggression specifically, and then it'll repeat and Dr. No and like all these things. And we're seeing spray paint shit everywhere, you know, walk on our walk to school to uh, junior high school. We went to Blackstock. Uh, you kind of walk up Bard. If anybody's familiar with Oxnard, you walk up Bard from, from where we lived on terrace. So the railroad tracks, it's maybe half a mile, but that whole, like both sides of the a thing, you know, it's, it's a, uh, you know, um track houses on both sides of the street mm-hmm. so it's just just giant you know eight foot nine foot brick wall mm-hmm. perfect for fucking spray paint <laughs> every know. band's logo on earth <laughs> yeah and it's the whole way the whole half mile to school awesome, was like man. that yeah yeah um so we we learned that these guys live close to yeah. us yeah in our yeah. town you know, uh, yeah. and and you know it, it, Israel from False Confessions. So oh, Israel yeah. was my my brother's best friend when we were, uh, you, you know, in grade school. Kids. When he was in grade yeah. school, uh, was Israel's little brother Joey. Mm-hmm. So we had that connection. Plus Israel, like you know, we we were were raised uh, Roman Catholic. So my mom had us going to church all the time. We were altar boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> picture that, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I can't. And and Israel was sexy, was an altar. Yeah, when I picture it. Yeah, yeah. No, no priest touched us. So. Oh, no, you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or is that what uh, they paid you to say, Joe? <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so we just you know we um we we had these friends around and and realized that that this music is accessible to us mm-hmm. now. Now you take that and then and then our history, like our our dad is like this phenomenal guitarist. Oh, okay. Um my dad plays uh uh he plays all kinds of stuff, but his favorite stuff is like Spanish classical and like bluegrass. Oh wow, because, okay. Because that finger dexterity is like you know it's like, so far like above my pay that, scale, dude. I yeah, can't, that's that, I can't that's, do it. That's the top, you know. Uh he, he didn't dislike jazz, but that was too um uh, it just wasn't as as accessible to him mentally. It's as, not to me as, either now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's phenomenal, and I, I, oh, yeah. I'll never I'll never slag it. But it just like I most of the time I just I just don't get it. But bluegrass, you can there's there's a there's a you know there's a, a, there's a emotion and a feel it. and a swing yeah. and you you and get interested in it. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you you know you get that dexterity stuff going, and you're like, geez, man. Mm-hmm. So so we grew up with that, and then my mom played dulcimer actually i have it right here oh nice yeah that's badass it's it's locked in there that's my mom's old dulcimer um you know Joni mitchell and stuff like that that she buffy saint marie uh all that kind of stuff uh but then my my mom's dad uh bob bolin is uh i'm not gonna say he's super famous or anything like that but he was a at least locally well in lancaster because i was born in lancaster oh damn really yeah, me and you yeah, huh yeah i'm a yeah, AV watch out. i'm a desert rat too yeah we moved we moved to oxnard when i was four isn't that so. weird the the ventura oxnard desert connection is so yeah. weird man you know what i mean because i grew up out in like trona and roseman and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know right. i grew up a little bit in lancaster i didn't live in lancaster much but i lived right on the outskirts there it's yeah we so lived odd, uh, man, you know we lived uh, 20th Street East mm-hmm. uh, between J and K. Yep, yep. And, That's where my grandma lives now. <laughs> and on a street called Gingham, which was like Avenue L, like 10th Street. Okay. C- kind of by 10th Street East. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, my John, uh, see, I wish John was here because John and I are sort of. That's what I, he told me that you guys are like cousins. Yeah. You found out you're cousins. We're, we're, we're sort of cousins <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In, a, in, a, in a, you know, Antelope Valley kind of way. Yeah, yeah, for his, sure. His, let's see, my mom's brother, my Uncle Bob, married this lady, Mona. Mm-hmm. Mona is John's dad's Uh-oh. first wife's sister. <laughs> yeah, there's some. There's yeah. Some. So, because, you know, John's got a brother and sister. Yeah, um, and then they split up, and then John's dad married John's mom, or I don't know if they're married or not. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. So, so, but John and I didn't put that, ever put that together because right. we didn't really meet each other until we were adults, you know, like early two thousands or something like that. Yeah. And then my aunt Mona like posted something, and she's like, "Hey, hey, I know a Shimer," and she and. And John's like, yeah, I am. you're my Aunt Mona. It's like, wait a minute, you're my Aunt, you're Aunt Mona. That's my Aunt Mona. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah it's a so small it's... world, man. Like I said, that Lancaster-Ventura connection is so tight, man. I mean, there's so yeah. many people that are, were, you know, it must be just it's the closest, easiest beach to get to 
Yeah, well, yeah. Know, even my old man, like my cousin, my well, I guess they're my second R- raging R, Ross and Toby are my dad's actual cousins. Oh, really? So they're like my second cousins. They're, I've known them my whole. I mean, Ross and Toby put a bass in my hand when I was twelve years old. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and taught uh, Toby taught me Louie Louie and sent me on my way. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that, so that's like I, I've always I you know raging R was like my first concert I ever went to. You know, so my ties have always been here and there, you know, and then we moved out here when I was about 10 or whatever. Right. Um, obviously, as soon as I end and the, the the through point is really skateboarding. You know what I mean? Right. I used to ride yeah. motorcycles when I was a kid. You get out here, you can't ride motorcycles for shit, but yeah. you can skateboard, you know. So I started skating and that's when my world opened up musically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it was through skate videos, through skate, you know, promos. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the videos. We would hear, you know, like uh, Bones of Brigade, you'd hear, you know, Youth Brigade and all all kinds of stuff like that. You would hear all that stuff in in those videos. I I forgot all about that, but yeah. Yeah. But how exciting is that when you're a kid and you're starting to get into a new music and you realize that there is an insane amount of good music in your seven square blocks, (laughs) you know, that you live in or whatever. Like, that's so exciting, you know? That that ruled for us and it, it, it made it, you know, uh, accessible, you yeah. know. That's the th- that's the great thing about punk rock in general. Whatever niche that you play it, yeah, it's, Anyone it's accessible. Can it. Anybody can do it, right? You, you didn't know? need to and, go to and, fucking years of music school and be taught right. classical, blah blah blah. None of that, right? Any right? Any asshole that wanted to try hard enough could learn three chords and go for it. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, and Plus it might not be good at first. You're not, you know? but but <laughs> but, but if be. you if you keep 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 at it uh it 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 ends up being good you know yeah yeah i mean and it it might not ever be sonically or or like you know song structure you know oh you know you shouldn't have gone to a minor there what like I, who who cares you know right did, did you have fun doing it you know mm-hmm. and did you make somebody smile while you were doing it that's right. th- th- that, that's the key to me you know you got to release some energy yeah, yeah. Not only that, the chance to just be creative is. Yeah, I say it a lot, but none of us, you know, we're so lucky to have that, dude. And a lot of people don't have yeah. any of that. They yeah. don't have any hobbies. They don't have any fucking clue what they actually like. You know, what I mean, and for yeah. a, a bunch of dumb kids to be able to pick up instruments and figure out how to get along long enough to write a fucking full set. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's pretty cool. Dude. I, <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm 49 next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I don't know what else to do. Like, I'm not gonna start playing like that. You know, it's like right. music. M- music is my life. This is it's 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 the other thing that I do aside of being, uh, you know, having a job and being being a married guy. You know, and having right. a son, my son and you know all that. You know, mm-hmm. that's this is this is what I know. You know, right. and, I, and, and I'm not great at it, but I have fun doing it, and, oh, and I well, get to hang out. Yeah. I get to hang out with my friends, and you know, there's parents, other other people's parents, uh, uh, you know, other kids. Like they hit me up, like, "Hey, you know, what do you think we should? Do you think we should teach our son music or our daughter music?" Oh, absolutely. And yeah. being, being in a band is like the best. Um. It's one of the unrivaled feelings in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it, to be able it, it, to you, jump up and perform something in front of people that you've written, you know what oh, I mean, or even well, learned how to play. Yeah. You know, the, the, like, there's it's all so that. Cool, there's, you know? Yeah, 
yeah, there's all that too. But I, what I was thinking is like the, uh, uh, you know, nothing, n- nothing teaches you how to interlock with people better right. than, than, than being in a band because you have to listen, you have to pay attention, you have to, you know, you have to contribute your piece of it. You have to realize that you, okay, well, I'm playing too much or too loud or too this or too that, you know, I, I should lay back or I should do more, or, you know. Yeah, and you you get the synergy with people to to learn how to how to incorporate yourself in the world, you know. Totally, I, mean, I, band think, rules. I think a lot of those a lot of that stuff translates to you know, if you if you're the type of person that you know writes something and can't get out of your own way enough for someone else to contribute, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to go that far, you know what I mean? If you have to learn to work right. together, and like when I would play in any band I was ever in whatever serves the song works. You know what I mean? Like, so if someone had an idea, then I didn't really, I didn't see it. You know what I mean? I'd be like, all right, well, fucking, we got to try it. Let's try it. We'll try it all the ways. And whatever serves the song and whatever feels best in that moment is what's going to win. It doesn't matter who did it. You know what I mean? There are those virtuosos that, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Credit, you know what I mean? And some of them deserve it. Some of them fucking don't. Some of them definitely don't. Some of them definitely don't, but. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just so cool, you know, because I've I've known I've known you for fuck fifteen years at least, you know. Oh, we've all we've played bands, so probably twenty almost. I'm gonna say twenty, twenty, yeah, twenty you know? to twenty five somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, but I was just a little kid, man, when I came. Yeah, in. you were, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's neat that uh, so you obviously got involved in the nardcore stuff, and you've been a big champion yeah. of nardcore, you know, my whole life. You were I always joke and call John C. the Prince of nardcore, but. I, I would assume you're like the sergeant at arms of Nardcore. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe sure. I'm the uh, maybe I'm the historian. Yeah, like, like yeah, I yeah. got some some ancillary job, you know, because Tony's the Tony's the king. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and John, John, John could be the prince. I'll, I call I'll him the, that I really, yeah. it really just pisses him off. So oh yeah, it does. And it pisses me <laughs> off too. Like you know, Zach and them call me, you know, the legend yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just, like John, like like we did on KSSR. You know, mm. and and John John got labeled the legend on 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 you know Legend yeah. Steve. You know, yeah, like, yeah, all that stuff. But for sure, man. Yeah, that's funny stuff. So well, um, yeah, yeah, I I started championing that because I thought that our scene was was super important. It is and, important, and it, yeah. And it and it didn't get the respect I felt that um other other scenes do now okay we don't have fucking black flag or social distortion or you know whatever but mm-hmm. Miller Pew, dr no like there's there's bands that owe Freshen, what solid. they do yeah everything that they do because of those bands you know mm-hmm. you know uh you know like uh, no effects for example okay you know they it repute was like their catalyst to 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 being what what they became yeah you know in rkl and you know like like all those bands but yeah. but this this scene uh f- fostered that uh uh creativity that they had and then they went on and did all these other things and mike starting fat records and like all the bands that that, that then uh were um c- catapulted off, off the success of that label and you know good riddance and you know whatever propaganda and everybody else that 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 was on fat at one time or another mm-hmm. you know so when do you think like when do you think nardcore really like started getting the notoriety it actually deserved did you see an actual shift I, where people were like what the fuck dude you know like i don't know because you've been in it all the generations especially at this point you know like 
Yeah, I, I don't know that it ever has. No, you don't think so? Gotten the same notoriety that, that, that other scenes do, you know. Um, and and all, although there's like these smidge, like, like, like uh, not smidge, but uh, uh, micro interactions that I've had over the years that, that I go, see, fucking, that's what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, when I was talking to Larry, we did a, a pod with Larry a yeah, while ago. Yeah. Which and, you good. know, he was, he was telling me, like, how, you know, they're in the middle of fucking Europe in, like, Slovenia or wherever the fuck they are. And there's yeah. some – there's dudes that have every single record he's ever put out. And these guys have been following Nardcore for 30-plus years. And, yeah. you know what I mean, and are so stoked. So, you know, like, I mean, we may not see it because we're here, you know, and Nardcore yeah. is a common term. Yeah. But when you get out into the world, like, I've been all over the country, and there wasn't one single time where – I told people we were from Ventura Oxnard. They're like, Oh, fucking ill repute. <laughs> like every yeah. single one of them, you know what I mean? Like, and there wasn't anyone that was like, especially involved in like punk rock and heavy metal that didn't know who Dr. No was, didn't right. know who ill repute was, or didn't know who, you know, Stalin was or aggression or all these bands, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So yeah. I think it's really traveled, but I, I wondered, I mean, with all the comps that have come out, you know, and you, or what, what is it? heard you talking about it what is this one like the fourth or fifth or the fourth like this is for yeah. compilation and yeah. every band on it is a killer you know what i mean like yeah it's crazy man i listened to the whole record i was like dude this is this is taking me back to like the 90s when every like there was a billion comps coming out all the time you know what i mean but it was always like you know a ska comp or a, a this is the hardcore comp or this is the blah 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 like right for Oxnard to have four generations of fucking bands that are still holding it down, like in a specific yeah. town of what two hundred thousand people combined. I mean, if uh, that, between Oxnard and Ventura, you know yeah. what I mean. If fucking yeah. that, like, it's dude, it's yeah. crazy. It's it, Ventura's always Ventura and Oxnard has always had such a magical little scene. I don't know if it's because of yeah. the water or, or what. <laughs> it's just weird, man. It's a trip, man. Yeah, I think we just. uh we just kept those things going like you, you know you, la has its has its pluses but there's a whole lot of minuses there with you know tons and tons and tons of people mm. so friendships and relationships don't don't last as long as ours can mm-hmm. I, 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 it, you know there, there's always there's always uh, pockets yeah there, there, there's always outliers in in, in pockets in that but but you you know what I'm saying? It's like people just you know okay well this whole family just took off and moved somewhere else. Another in wherever they went yeah. you know, South Orange County, which isn't really that far. But when you're a fucking fifteen year old kid, and you're yeah. in you know your 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 friend that lived next door to you is now uh, an hour in, and a half in, car ride. In, in chats in Chatsworth <laughs> yeah, now exactly. is now in Downey like. Yeah. It might yeah. as well be on the other side of the planet, you know. So long, buddy. Yeah, especially in the <laughs> age of no internet and you right, know, yeah, actually right. pay for phone calls, right? <laughs> All that shit. But the other thing about LA is that there's a whole lot of doggy dog stuff there, mm-hmm. and I think that we had the fortune of having bands set an example for us of how to treat each each other. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with Tony and the old Pute and oh, yeah. you know, Doctor Doctor No, like all all those guys. You know, some of them are you know can be um, difficult at times, but you know that's that's just interpersonal relationships with right. people. But but for the most part, bands helped each other out. 
Right. There's a lot of torchbearers in this scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? and, and, and so that, that just, you know, what, you know, I consider myself second generation really because I, I was too young for those early, uh, even though I was listening to stuff, I wasn't really going to shows and stuff until 85 or so, you know, so, yeah. um, but, but, uh, uh, where was I going with that? Yeah. So we, we just took, took those examples that, that were given to us and just kept doing that. And then that's what I tried to, you know, in the mid nineties with, you know, uh, um, you, you know, Todd and Caesar and like, like all, all the Ventura kids and then Zach and, and Todd, uh, you know, Todd Jones and like all the, the Oxnard kids. Like I just tried to keep doing that. Yeah. You know? And it seems like, you know, it's, I know that there's always, you know, we talked about it. Actually, you came by my house yesterday. It was really nice yeah. to see you actually in person um, <laughs> uh, to drop off the, 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 the t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. The tank tops. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, and, and you kind of brought something to my attention, which I did. I had no idea of that, that there was an actual little bit of tension between Ventura and Oxnard back in the day, which I didn't, I grew up kind of just loving all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I really had a, I, I had a pretty negative, uh, uh, view of the tough guy hardcore scene back then, you know what I mean? Cause it was violent and it seemed to go against a lot of the traditional like punk rock values that I grew up with. Right, people. It was gang violence at that. You know, at, at a certain time. I'm not going to say in Oxnard it was, but that yeah. that that type of music became very gang mentality. Yeah, was, well, some of it did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, it, it was a huge turnoff to me. And so when shows started to like happen, that there you needed to hire extra security because there was going to be a fucking problem. And you know, guys, you can't get in the pit because you're going to get karate kicked in the fucking head. I, uh, I, it it okay. turned me off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really did because I I was there for the music. They're gonna have a good time. I'm not there to fucking. I don't want to do. I don't want to fist fight someone. Yeah. There. If I, I want to fist I, fight, I'd go to a metal show or something. You know? Yeah. I think the karate stuff is different from the tough guy stuff. Although the scenes sometimes overlap, but but some of that stuff was not. You know, it's just you know you could get just as hurt in a slam pit. I mean, it's it's no different. Yeah. To, to me. Um. But 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 I I, I, t- I totally recognize what you're saying. Yeah. So there was a, there was there was this tension. Um, it, it there were certain people that didn't exactly help the situation. Sure. Um, you know, on both sides of the the, sure, the yeah. both sides of the river because we got the river between us. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. The glorious um, the glorious Ventura River. You know, and it was some people's uh, instinct. Uh, dishonesty of of who they projected themselves to be too so uh you know and got a lot of people to believe in their 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 way version of it yeah their their version of it and 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 then sort of uh what do you you call it uh uh sort of maneuvered kids to 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 then carry carry on with that right so when i came along and you know like i started really hanging out with the ventura kids about 95 i guess because that's when i moved into ventura Mm -hmm. uh well really 96 um that's all i wanted to try to do was like hey this you know let's bridge the gap let's, let's bridge this gap together you know yeah. Because I wanted to play with all of those bands, mm-hmm. like because Burning Dog would play with fucking anybody. We didn't care because we right. got metal songs and we got hardcore, you know, heavy step songs and we got fucking sloppy fucking cheesy mm-hmm. punk songs. I mean, they're all cheesy punk songs, but yeah, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure, man. We, 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 we played everything just because, you know, John, John, John would write a riff and I go, dude, that's fucking badass. Yeah. He's all, you sure we can, we can use this, you know, it's like this metal thing. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's always so, been cool. Cause there, there are always those bands. I mean, the, there's something to be said for sticking in your lane and really mastering the craft of the yeah, style of yeah. music you want to be in. Like, and that's cool, you know? Um, but I don't, you know, my bands have all been obviously heavy most of the time. You know what I mean? Right. A heavy music is something I like, but whether it was stoner or fucking speed metal or straight punk rock or like sludge and doom or whatever, I didn't give a fuck about playing with only those bands. I wanted to right. play with everybody. I didn't, and that's what I didn't understand about the little bit of the divide and the split was, you know, there was times where my old band Ox would play with Retaliate and like right. Ill Repute, and we were like a straight like ISIS ripoff Neurosis band, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. But we like yeah. we loved every we liked everyone. We wanted so to play, good. you know what I mean? Like yeah. Um, and it just it that whole mentality never made sense. Like these lines in the sand that you don't cross genres and this and that, and I that's when it started getting goofy for me. And I thought, okay, I'm fucking, yeah, I'm over it, dude. I, I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to go to an eight band bill where everyone's karate kicking each other. Right. And I don't, I also don't need to go to an eight band bill where everyone smells like shit and is fucking, <laughs> you know, what I mean? puking on the fucking floor. I just don't need, right. I'd like to see a mix of everybody. And yeah. I think that's what Ventura and Oxnard was really, really like good at doing, you know, for the well, niches that were around, everyone still, kind of fucking play together you know about 2005 like all that shit all the sub-genre shit i mean bands still have their you know yeah. they sound like this band they sound like this band but like the scene kind of coalesced again yeah. yeah it came back together um what do you think that was like i i, I contribute that to a lot of lack of venues essentially right i mean well it, it's certainly lack of venue like like what we had we had the alpine and uh, I'm, I'm thinking mid 2000s, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the Alpine, because um, that's like right when the raft started. So you had some, you had the uh, the loft or the Alpine, every, yeah, the whatever, loft, the uh, street, every, whatever it was called at that point, right? And then every you had now and like some Ventura theater shows you can maybe get on, and then yeah. you had some random warehouse shows that were fucking ripping, you know, back right? In the day. Yeah, <laughs> you right, know what I mean. Right. Some illegal spots that were rad, you know, but the, it was the just shack. there wasn't, yeah, the shack. Obviously, the shack was pretty, yeah. Legendary. Uh, shout out to Kenji, kid. Yeah. yeah. I love that, I love that kid. I yeah, love that um, kid. He's not a but, kid uh, anymore. I but. always wondered if it was, it seemed to be because at this point in, in those mid-2000s, there wasn't many options to play. There would be something yeah. that would spring up for a minute and then it would get burnt out. But then everyone started kind of having to move into the bars, you know what I mean, after that. Yeah. And then after, well, once you're in playing in bars, it's it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? For, for I, I, I'm I'm gonna say our generation, and I'm gonna throw you into that. Um, the bar scene is is the next logical step because you know we're not tapped in with the, all the kids anymore. Right. You know we're not. You know like like right now like like I don't know what fucking civil conflict is doing. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know unless I go on their Instagram or whatever. You know and, right. and see what's happening and see whether they're gonna play or what, well obviously nobody's fucking playing now yeah, with no COVID but right now. but. But you, you know what I'm saying. But I know what you're doing because John will send me a text or you know like whatever you know. So oh hey we're playing Billios or whatever you know. Yeah, Billy, uh, obviously gone. But you know what I'm saying. Like so that's a generational thing that we just sort of distance ourselves. 
not on purpose, but just it's it's the inevitability of what happens, you know. Well, the, I, there was a point too where um, you know I was very I I'd love to see the kids come in. I mean, the last like round of kids that I was seeing was like the Doggins guys. Right, you know, those right. kids were coming out, and I was like, "Fuck, man, these are these kids that are going to continue on this tradition." That's rad because, like you said, being torchbearers, it's up to us to kind of help journey the next generation of kids in. But at a yeah. certain point when you're playing in bars and stuff, it's like, well, okay, now it's not our scene anymore. Now it's up to the fucking kids to figure out how to do their own generator shows. It's up to right. the kids to figure out how to fucking how to steal and, power from a warehouse or do a show in a field. And they're doing right. it. And they do book, fucking. Yeah, they are, you know. Per- Perkins shows or skate parks or fucking whatever. Imagine if we had skate parks when we were kids. I know. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. We could have had some yeah. epic shows back then. But, but the, 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 I, th- I think the other thing there is you know, Napster and, you know, uh, Angel Fire and like shit like that, that, that'll allowed kids to download all that other shit that you know, MySpace even, you know, like what, you know, like sharing music was a whole lot easier in, you know, like, okay, well, I'm not going to listen to Italian cause, cause you know, there are those kickboxing fools or whatever, whatever. Right. And then you, you go well. Okay, so secretly, I'm gonna download this record and take take a listen to it. Yeah, like fuck, this is fucking good. It's good. Like, yeah, I it's like good this, right? Yeah. So, so you, yeah. so you know, you know what I'm saying. And so, so opinions start to slowly change. And I think that 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 technology change in the in the mid mid 2000s is really uh, another piece of that catalyst of why everything kind of got got back yeah, that, together. Could, you know, yeah, you know? that's, that's a good point. I didn't think about how how easy the access became to get bands and yeah. hear different types of music. And, and especially like when you're young, dude, you're such a moron. I mean, you, you, <laughs> everything's so black and white and you're, I only like this. And if it's not this, it's dog shit. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'd spent years working in a record store telling people I hated David Bowie just to piss him off. You know what I mean? I still hate fucking Smiths, but I love fucking David Bowie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just you know, you're just such an asshole. Like when you're a teenager, it's what yeah. it is. You know, even in your early twenties, it's like you just you live to be in your little niche, and it's important to you, and it's hard to get out. And then now, as I've gotten older, all of like my punk rock guilt and all of my punk rock like ethos that I held on to so dearly, I realize is like it's just your ego shit, dude. Like that's yeah, it, yeah. or, or right. your jealousy. You right. know what I mean? You don't like retaliate because they're killing it. You know what I right. mean? Like, right. And, and your band's fucking fighting for a spot to open at a show that yeah. you didn't even want to play. You know what I mean? Like, and that right. I, I didn't have a lot of real jealousy. I don't think it back then, but it's when I look back on certain times, you go, well, you know, you're kind of an idiot. You know what I mean? I just yeah. look back and think, cause I've always really wanted to keep the scene going. It was important to me, you know, but right. You right. know, there are people that, get hung up in their own little fucking world and that's all they're going to live in you know what i mean the rest <laughs> of their lives and that's fine yeah. for some people but yeah not for me man especially after you have kids and you get out into the real world and you experience life a little bit man those those that black and white just goes gray 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 <laughs> yeah yeah you know i i i just enjoyed being being part of the scene right and then playing being able to play shows and being um you know, there, you know, from, from, from early on, you know, like in in the eighties, I didn't start playing. I didn't start in my first band until 88. So, um, and that's only because uh, the band was called dignity. Okay. 
and that was only because the singer of the band, the singer guitarist, um, uh, he 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 died. He drowned. Um, he was his air. You know, he had air tank things, and his mixture was fucked up or something like oh, that. Okay. And and he just passed out. Damn. And then and then drowned because his air finally ran out, and then wow. he died. Um, you know, that was '88. Uh, so I joined that band because they they had some shows, and you know, they they knew I played guitar. Because I was this roadie kid for all these other bands, you know, my, my Davi's bands, you know, spe- specifically. But like, I I roadie for Aggression or whoever was needed somebody, you right? Know? Yeah. Um, because I knew how to set gear up and do all that stuff, right? Yeah. And they knew that I would, I was trustworthy with it. I wasn't gonna fucking drop it, drop the fucking <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh shit, oh, tubes! I didn't know what those are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so, um, so, so, so yeah, and that that was kind of a like we did minor threat covers and uniform choice covers and shit like that. All these straight edge songs, and I was not straight edge. <laughs> they yeah. were, but I wasn't. You weren't. No. Oh, no. okay. No, I didn't. I I was a. I I I drank a lot and did um, some other uh, activities. Other copious amounts of activities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't get clean until 96. Okay, really? Because I've only yeah. known you as, you know, yeah. being sober dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, being sober I mean, dude. Yeah. I, it would have been probably late 90s when I met you or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, when were you an officer negative? Uh, I wasn't ever in that band. I thought you were actually in the band. No. That's right, but you were associated with him I because like, you were in I the band with Todd with or Casey yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Casey was yeah, in yeah. it, and... uh yeah, I grew up like going to the church thing, you know, but right, it was right. all based in playing punk rock for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, once you, I mean, yeah, once you start getting into the real parts of religion, it becomes a real bummer, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I spent a lot of years walking away from that shit and it took me a long time to shake a lot of that weird stuff, but. Yeah, know. there's there's a lot of, you know, especially lately, you know. Oh, and like the you growing can... up Catholic too, it, the shit gets beat yeah. into your fucking soul, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah. but, uh, so I was kind of a hang around with the same, like you would do, you know, I'd roadie or whatever, but there was a certain point with those guys where, and I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but they all became too cool for school. And, you know, they started treating the people around them like shit a little bit. And yeah. I thought I'm not, I'm not a fucking punk dude. So I'll be starting my own scene essentially. <laughs> yeah. And I started, you know, I started my own bands and I, and we did, and we were able much better you know because i think my first couple bands were re- like religious you know what i mean but it wasn't oh oh overly right you know, it was in lyrical content alone and that was it and it was my and i was always a firm believer that it's a personal thing right i didn't like people that wanted to jump out and preach and go change people's cultures and you know what i mean it was right, it was right, really right. for me it was personal it was what i sang about but the music was heavy, you know, and I think we were one of the first bands that could actually play with like a bunch of secular bands and then them not hate us because we didn't say shit. Right. You know, we were just there to play and it was a good time. You know what I mean? And, um, right. Right. It was the, weird uh... to bridge that gap a little bit, but um, you know, those old bands back then, you know, they were, they had a, they had an absolute fucking uh, like agenda. And it yeah. was to try to get people to believe, <laughs> you know, and well, it just wasn't my thing. You know what I mean? It, it, it bums me out if 
all the other kids were uh, pushing pushing that the same way that that the singer and we will we don't need to mention his name but yeah you know he was certainly full of shit <laughs> i mean look at his life now fuck that guy but <laughs> yeah uh, anyway yeah it's I yeah mean, anyway. it, it feels like yeah. ancient history now you know what i mean but it is um, it is so it's, but it's, it's weird though you know it's something you it's it's weird that it's something you think not me personally but like looking back at the situation it's like <sighs> You know they were they were trying to do what they thought was right. You know what I mean? And right. And to, in their little scope of their world, they were doing what was right. It yeah. just It just made made people hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a bummer. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I don't know. It, it's a whole weird thing. But I I kind of left that shit right before I turned seventeen. You know, I was in it from like thirteen to sixteen or something. And right. Kind of was like. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I got some pussy. Started asking questions that all ended with "You have to have faith," and I just went, "That's not good enough." Was <laughs> it George Michael song? Yeah, like, what? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good, man. And you know, it, a lot of those values and stuff I took with me to be a good. I'm a fucking. You know, I try to be a good person. I really, you know right. what I mean? Like, right. There's, there's nothing there's... wrong with the shit they're talking about. It's just the right. way you go about it. If 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 we all lived like Jesus lived right. yeah the whole world would be pretty awesome it'd be pretty amazing yeah, yeah. but no yeah. it doesn't but most christians and i'll throw catholics into that oh, don't yeah. actually they're usually the furthest from practice that. practice what they <laughs> preach yeah you know? yeah yeah there's a bible verse that says pull the plank out of your own eye before you go for the <laughs> splinter in your brothers you know what i mean it's like i don't i was like have you guys That's ever read that it's you know what i mean like it's really <laughs> It's man, you know, every, a lot of the religious stuff is, it's just, you know, people that are lost looking for something to fill the hole, you know what I mean? Yeah, Luckily yeah. for me, punk rock and metal really filled it. Right. It really yeah. filled it in an in a actual fulfilling, positive way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and some of that old Christianity did as well, you know what I mean? Um, I have lifelong friends that I love to death still that I'm, I'm still friends with. Most of them have left religion as well. But um, if you haven't, it's not my fucking business. It's a well, personal yeah. belief. You know what I mean? Believe what you want to believe. I got know, friends my, that think Satan is real. <laughs> like, okay, dude. Congratulations. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's it's a weird world. But that whole genre back then was it was a weird crossover and it and became problematic. You know what I mean? And it yeah. was you know, from you know, there was the non secular guys that would show up to show us to start shit, and then the Christian guys would go over there to try to do something i don't know you know try to convert people or just basically stand their ground on their religion and yeah. really all it is is just yeah just yeah. pounding just, and you know from pounding. both sides you know from both it. sides. it's an ego yeah. game it's a big fucking yeah. ego game you know yeah real world but yeah um were we talking about bands <laughs> oh we were just talking about you know that Basically, you know, you got into the your first band, right? And then when did Burning Dog? Uh, so, oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, so Dignity basically evolved to become Burning Dog. Oh, okay. So, um, the 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 bass player Dignity was was Dave Bush, who mm-hmm. D- Dave and I just basically stuck together. And then we got a we we got John to play with us because he's was my best friend. So he mm-hmm. started playing with us, and then we got. Um, the guy, the guy that played drums in Dignity, still played drums for us 
for for a time um and we had a different singer this guy floyd mckenzie i don't know if you know floyd he's been in a ton of ton of ton of bands um great great singer um and we were called topless green onions okay (laughs) yeah ridiculous i got i got a history of long terrible yeah yeah (laughs) it it was like red hot chili peppers but topless green onions but we were we were still still just a funk band um uh and then this other friend of ours dean played guitar for a bit bit in there too but um bill and i the drummer and i had a big big fight and i quit mm-hmm. and as i was coming home like a amp on my skateboard and like pushing it down the street back to my house mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all mad <laughs> yeah all, all mad uh, the bus the, the the scat bus pulled up and maury uh-huh. got off the bus oh okay i'm like dude <laughs> perfect nice yeah <laughs> So, you know, first, so we, I need help carrying this amp. Second, right, do you yeah. want to be in a band with me? Right. So, <laughs> so, so, so I started a band with Maury, and then Dave and John, like, well, John, we don't want to fuck. We don't want to fucking pl- play with Bill anymore either. Then we'll come play with you. So we nice. we started the band, but we didn't have a name. We wrote the song "Burning Dog." John wrote it about being in jail, um, and his girlfriend drama and stuff like that. But he. We, we had a show lined up, like our first show, and they hit us up like, okay, well, what's your band's name? And we're like, uh, we don't have a band. We don't have a – we got a new song called Burning Dog. It's great. And the guy just put Burning Dog on the flyer. and then Oh, really? So he, you basically named your became, band? <laughs> that's how we became Burning Dog. That's so awesome, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was after the name. Yeah. Um, and then in there, during Burning Dog, I, I played – you know, uh, Vermicious Canids was playing, and they they had like how he went to jail, mm-hmm. so they they needed a bass player. And I grew up with Dave and Jake mm-hmm. Rhodes, uh, so I joined Vermicious, and I played bass for them for a while. Yeah. Uh, Burning Dog kept going. Yeah, I remember Vermicious. seeing. I think it was you guys. Uh, so I w- I went to a show at Wild Planet once. Yeah, it yeah. Was, I think right around the time that Apathad Comp was going to be coming out. And it was like yeah. you guys and Three Point Play and uh, someone else, like at Wild Planet, which was this tiny record store in Ventura that was open for years and years. Yeah, I think it was just Three Point Play and us. But... Uh, yeah, I think it maybe just was it. Yeah, and I remember just yeah. being like, dude, this is so fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, because uh, that was worked, like dude. one of my first real tastes. Like, because I had heard, I don't know if Missy 23rd was around then yet, but. Um, um, well, sure that, was 97, were... that was 97. So they were definitely, they, they, they might have been. Around. They might have been on the one of the hiatus times. Yeah, yeah. So, but I remember hearing it's, that. It's hard to say. Like that. You know, and I've I've said it a thousand times. Like, if you would have told me at sixteen years old I'd be in a band with John C. Missing Twenty Third, who would be playing drums <laughs> for me? I'd right? be like, "There's no fucking way. Why would that ever happen?" You know what I mean? But it right. did happen, and it was awesome. Right. Um. But Two uh, bands with them playing drums. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah. yeah that, it, that, it, that, yeah, okay. that was J- July first, ninety seven. That that, okay. that show at Wild, at Wild Planet. That was our our record release show. That's what it was. Okay, I yeah. knew there was a reason for it. Yeah, and we hit three point up, three point play to play because because I knew Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I mean I knew Sean and the other guys too a little bit, but but I I was really good friends. With, well, I don't know, really good friends with Dave. But I like. Can anyone be really good friends with yeah. Dave? <laughs> yeah. Well, because because I met no. Dave through through Mitchie. If you remember mm-hmm. Mitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mitchell P. Yep. MP, MPC. Yep. 
Um, yeah. So, so I, I met Dave Mitch and then we became buddies and whatever. Yeah. Like his, he, he tells me the first song he ever learned was, was a burning dog song. Nice. So that's yeah. rad, man. So that you was have good me, times back then, man. I mean, you have me to blame for Kenji and everything else, I guess, or whatever. Well, thank you God know. you're here, man. Cause Kenji. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so obviously I, Bernie dog went I, on for I, a long time. I'm not then, really taking credit for that either. I'm, I'm right. I was just, I was just joking, yeah. but. Oh, I'm sure they're going to hold you to fire over that one. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a text from Carter. Yeah. Hey, bro. Um, <laughs> so Bernie dog, I remember went on for a long time. Right. And then, uh, and, and then you're, you kind of, you, I know this, you, we're talking about years between gaps, but you, you spent a lot of years out of the country. You know what I mean? Like living in Italy and yeah, traveling that, around and stuff like that. Right. That, that That's, that's a recent development. Well, yeah, recent. Yeah. Was, we came home in 2018. We were, we were in Italy for, for three years from 2015 to 2018. Um, my wife just, you know, she, she worked for the, for the federal government and we got it in her job allowed her to, to take a job on a, on a Navy base in Naples, Italy. And so we flew out there and that was a, 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 a rad experience to yeah, be able to, how did you to, feel like to, to, to live abroad is, 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 is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Go, I remember hearing question. like, Oh, Joe's moving to Italy. I was like, what, what the hell? Why? Like what happened? <laughs> you know, you find, what happened? You know what I mean? And then I remember talking to you and stuff, but yeah. what was the difference? Like, I know nothing really in Madura changes, but did you see a big difference when you came back from Italy, like with the, with what was happening in the scene and stuff like that? Well, obviously I mean, because, besides Corona and all the, ever the world shutting down. You know, yeah. Well, we came back in 2018, you know, with, with the internet, it's not like we were dark on things. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we saw what was going on. Like I watched the fire stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, like going, Holy fuck, this is insane. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys are gone for the fires, huh? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we we're here for Woolsey, but that's that. You know, that was it. Didn't come into Ventura, but no. um, uh, but coming home, like 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 the scene, like I was saying, like 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 all the bands, like sort of merged together. Like everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody seemed to be on the same wavelength and helping each other. And you know, there's there's a band that's got uh you know a little bit of wrath in them and a little bit of retaliate them and they're 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 doing this thing merged together I'm like that's fucking rad yeah it's cool man it's you cool know, to see a little bit of, you know yeah because like what, what i noticed is that obviously the obama years you know it seemed that like the scene was starting to die off and kids weren't starting bands and this and that but as soon as that fucking orange orange motherfucker got elected dude i've always said bad politics makes great music i mean look at yeah reagan fucking all that shit all this shit was springing off of turmoil yeah. and bad politics but as soon as that guy got like all of a sudden i'm starting to see i'm hearing about kids doing house shows again i'm hearing oh. about you know and then i'd go to a show at the hong kong game and there'd be 200 plus fucking kids in the parking lot that i'd never seen yeah in my entire life you know what i mean so it, it was really awesome it was like right before Corona happened, the, the scene seemed to be thriving, like at an all time high with new music, new bands, you know, all yeah. kinds of stuff coming out. It was really cool to see, you know? Well, that's, that's what that record behind you represents, you know, Zach, Zach, uh, Zach Stu and, and Andrew Hester, uh, and, and Dave Mandel from Indecision Records. Like mm. they, they really wanted to capture 2019 
totally. on, on a record because there was so much going on. Like everybody was doing something, mm-hmm. you know, and there were shows, multiple shows every weekend, you know, bar yeah, shows. and point where you had to make a choice again. It right, was cool. Right, yeah. yeah. Bar shows and all ages shows. And, yeah. You know, uh, so, uh, and, you know, okay. East end, West end in Oxnard, South side, you know, like, mm-hmm. like all over the place. So, and and everybody seemed to be helping each other, yeah. And 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 that's what that record represents is 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 all of those bands. I think you know. Um, <clears throat> plus, we got a new ill repute song out of it. I know, too, man, so. and it's a ripper too. <laughs> it's so it's good. Ripper, it's so yeah. cool. What do, we, what do we wait thirty something years for it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's 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 two two new songs on the uh, yeah. third the thirtieth anniversary the two thousand nine record. Too. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you guys, you know, the Wrath has got a song on that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so proud to be involved in any way, shape, or form because I've never, we've never, I mean, besides the John connection, I never yeah. really considered myself a Nardcore band, you know what I mean? But yeah, but you know, it's cool to be I mean, involved in that type of shit and all. You, you know, you, you're, you're in the vicinity, so <laughs> yeah, 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 just, just embrace it, you know. Like, I, I've always tried to, like, uh, um, how do I explain this? Like, uh, and explain, but uh, like bring Seth and and uh, uh, you know, like anything that he's doing, all the bands that 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 he's been involved. Sweet with. Like, I, yeah, Massinger, like uh, I, th- you know, especially Massinger, because you know, um, uh, like I think they belong in the fold too. Absolutely, in one, in one way or another, because it's it's part of they're part of who we are, you mm-hmm. know, and they're they're great great people mm-hmm. and the song and their songs are great you know because what right. was what was seth's old band uh Fra- franklin right yeah franklin for short yeah, back yeah you know yeah. what a fantastic band that was uh, they're you know? just uh, that dude is such a machine dude i've known him since yeah. the age he's one of my only friends that's went through that h the horizon generation stuff with me right oh that's that right we've we've, we've maintained friendship yeah. the whole time you know what i mean and yeah sense feels almost exactly the same way i do about it but yeah um you know yeah. he was involved in like a, a you know the emo scene back then essentially but right. uh, i mean those guys are so fucking talented it's ridiculous you know but yeah. even like the rats last show was us messenger and catholic spit and yeah. the reason was is because i they were my favorite bands and that's yeah who I why not to fucking spend my last show with my favorite band that i've ever been in playing with i wanted to play with my favorite bands not the bands that fit the bill i could have brought big bands from la you know right. what i mean or someone right. that would fit the genre but it's not what ventura is about i don't think it's, it's about no. cohesion it's about fucking no matter what the genre is i had a, like a it's a death rock band and like basically like i don't know what the fuck you would have called messenger like fugazi <laughs> plus I, I don't know <laughs> what yeah. I, I don't know yeah you the, know, but the, the evolution of what evolution fugazi of, yeah, been, you know yeah. what i mean like but that's who I wanted to share the stage with on my last Wrath show, you know what I yeah. mean? Was, was my fucking friends that I really, really thought, I thought those two bands at the time were the best bands in Ventura County. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's what I wanted to do, you know, and that's, but that goes with basically the culture that Nardcore has created, you know, is where everyone, no matter what it is, you kind of get included, you know? Right. Right. Well, in, in, in the, in my opinion, they should be as long as they're not, you know, sexist, racist, racist, homophobic assholes, then right. f- fucking hang yeah. out, you know? Right, exactly. You know, yeah. you know, like, like, like this color boy push that all the hardcore kids have, like, 
he oh, doesn't dude, it's awesome. fit, he doesn't fit into the music genre Not but he all. fits he fits into us i mean he came with, oh, yeah. he's been he's been part of the scene anyway and coming oh, yeah. to the show what was that? Long, <laughs> what but, band was he in something about aids right what was it what was uh, uh, f- uh full-blown aids yeah <laughs> yeah that <laughs> was so good man but but you you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like I, there's, I, the there's, Cold Boy the, stuff is killer, you know. Dude, it's so good. You I know, know. it's, it's, it's so thing. nice to put something on that's not you know pure hardcore all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like because it gets you know it's like my ears need rest on occasion. Oh yeah, you can't. I dude, I barely. I can you know I listen to a lot more <laughs> mellow shit these days. But even like yeah. you know, it's so cool to see how even Oxnard like look at Anderson Pack, all these you know yeah. Cold Boy. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's like some serious fucking heavy hitters that are making waves in the, in the mainstream world that, you know, yeah. that give a nod to Nardcore, that know what right. it is, understand the history, and they're about fucking bringing it. You know what I mean? And right. that's cool, you know? Right. And then we got like the, you know, the the reggae scene, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't know that uh, Raging Arb is pure reggae, but you know what, like like that, that sort of rock reggae yeah. kind of thing that they did, you know? Mm-hmm uh dirty rice and like like so we've got that history stuff and i think that should be encompassed in, into it as well right, right. You know? yeah i mean it should be yeah even big bad voodoo daddy at, at you know yeah. has, has its has its place because scotty's got those hardcore roots himself yes he does you yeah. know false so, confessions right wasn't yeah. he false confessions yeah. yeah it's so funny yeah yeah no not a lot of people know that but the singer of big yeah. bad voodoo daddy was in a straight up <laughs> hardcore band in oxnard well <laughs> in, if you're a mentor if you're from well, Ventura you're County, you, know you, sh- you should know that. If, you, if yeah, you don't, well, now you're being educated. So You but. know I work with his brother, Joe, right? Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Joe's like my one of my partners that I work with. Oh, I didn't know that. Every day, yeah. I haven't seen Joe since the Anna, Anna Kappa went down, so. Right. Yeah, it's dude, I, I, work, I talk to him daily. It's awesome. Oh, great, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, I, a, it was a cool connection because he was actually my uh, instructor when I went through the apprenticeship for the uh, Local 12. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and like he, you know, he knew I was in a punk rock. He's like, "I ever heard of false confessions?" I was like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "You know, that's my brother Scott, <laughs> right?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't know that, man." He's like, "He's all he's a singer for Big Bad Food." I was like, "Oh shit, really?" You know, yeah. I didn't know until years ago. You know that he told me, but yeah, we we talk all the time. He got me into mountain biking and stuff, dude. He's really nice. oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen that's something else I've seen you doing, just trying to ride your bike a bunch. Yeah. I got to yeah. do something, man, because obviously yeah. we're never playing shows again. <laughs> yeah. It's so going to happen again. Since, uh, you think so? I was going to ask, what do you think? Like, obviously, Corona, you guys get back, you know, 2018, you spend a nice, good year getting back to normal and then the world. Yeah, a year and, and a half, right? two so years, yeah. Now, out of trust, obviously, your newest band isn't playing any shows. Um, you guys are jamming and stuff. But what have you, like, what have you been doing besides, I guess, the podcast and stuff to kind of help you stay not out of your fucking mind? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm fortunate that I get to work from home, so so I haven't had to deal with, you know, losing my job or the yeah. financial financial jeopardy. Same 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 with my girl. Uh, you know, she works for NASA and I work for a federal contractor. So nice. both both of us are are doing okay yeah. uh, as far as that goes. Um, so ninety nine percent of the time, I'm here at the house. You right. know. Like I try to get up and like I'm okay. I'm gonna get up early and I'm gonna go walk or I'm gonna go do this or I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I haven't done shit unless somebody yeah. calls me and says, "Hey, let's go for a walk," and then I'm, "Yeah, let's go." And then I'll, you know, I'll just take off work and go do that, and then come home and work more or whatever, right. you know. Um, 
to I get do, my eight, hit, to like, get my eight I hours a, in. I hit a huge creative slump, dude. Like as soon as it went down. Yeah, I could, I, I couldn't pick up my guitar to save my life, man. Like, you know, that's why I kind of got the podcast going and stuff. I was like, I got to do something right. that's just something different and yeah. new. You know, because I was really thinking, like, dude, we fucking. You know, there was times where I walked away from playing music on my own accord because of I had I had responsibilities and family and right. wanted oh, yeah. to make yeah, sure yeah. I was going to be a good dad and and all these things. But the thought of never like not being able to play music again had never crossed my fucking mind, you know. Right. And so right. I like I started to freak out a little bit, like after about a month thinking like dude i might never ever fucking play you know i mean obviously i'm not, I'm not as naive to think it'll never happen again but you know it might yeah. be a fucking year two years before anyone's doing anything again yeah know? i'm gonna say that summer late summer next year we'll be we'll be back playing shows i think so at least, uh, shows shows in a normal sense you know going to a right. club and in and, and that kind of thing I, I i think it's gonna take about that much time yeah, I'm, I might be naively optimistic on that, but that's that's just I don't a feeling. Know. I feel like it'd be about then, you know. I don't know though. No. But um, even though you think about it, I mean, Ventura is the on the local level. It's going to be easy. You can get a bar show. You can do these things. You know, when you start thinking about the large scale venues and everyone's been pushing their shows off and push, I mean, I think realistically, before you get to a really good show that you want to, uh, fuck, you're probably talking late 2021. You know, by the time everyone's done fighting over dates, you know. Right, right. Well, uh, again, locally, I th- I don't think for local shows, I, I think it's going to happen quicker than 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 you know. The mainstream g- getting on a theater show or something like that, you know. Right. Well, it's you always know. the local shit's always about two years ahead of everyone else. <laughs> right. You know, right. I mean, the underground scene or whatever. You know, you can yeah. do it. You could probably safely do a bar show with fifty people. You know what I yeah, mean? right. Rather right. than a, a arena fucking show with twenty thousand, you know. Right. The uh, you know what's the the Scandia bar? Uh, what, um, the garage. The garage, right? Right. You know that's fifty then, people there. You feel but, you feel great. Oh fast, shit, yeah. fifty but people. Also, I mean, I wonder too how many of these places are going to last. You know, yeah, being well, six, seven, eight months of shutdown. You know well, what I mean? look, you're going to start the, losing the, a lot of places. The the Hong Kong is gone. The Discovery is gone. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Discovery's gone because the guy was a fucking cheat and robbed a bunch of people and stuff, apparently. Yeah, I didn't hear good um, things about it. No. Too bad. Um, what a good setup, man. That yeah. A great setup. Yeah. The sound was a little wonky, but that, that's a personal thing because it, yeah. it, you know, it, it had a bass thing that rumbled that I hated. Oh, um, you're not a big fan of sub bass? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because, you know, I just adjusted those those uh, the crossovers to, to mm-hmm. not you know, from the reggae night to the, or the hip hop night, mm-hmm. adjusted them for us for 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 a, right. for a rock show, and it wouldn't yeah. have sounded bad. But they were those th- those were all that shit was under the stage, so you had to climb underneath the stage yeah. to, to get to that stuff. But who wants to fucking do that? So right, yo, spiders, cool, yeah, awesome, black widows, <laughs> spiders. I'm, I'm 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 definitely afraid of spiders. So are you really? So, so I'm not doing it for sure. Oh yeah, are you yeah. really you're really afraid of spiders? Oh dude, dude, I, I fucking freak out. Any spiders? Uh, I mean, you know, daddy long legs and stuff like that. I'm I'm okay with, you know. But if it, but, if it looks widowy, you're out, huh? Oh, dude, we got there, widows here. Is there here. some past trauma that what what's happening? No, here? no, <laughs> yeah. Just I, un, unreasonable fear. Yeah, it just hmm. it just is. I'm afraid of heights too. I yeah, got man. 
I'm I'm all fucked up, man. <laughs> Forty nine years old, you're still fucking afraid of spiders. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. But, um, yeah. What else, man? No, we, no, um, nothing, man. I just, yeah, I was, I just, I'm glad to catch up with you and chat, you know. And so obviously the world shut down. Uh, what else is going on? Um. Trump oh, that, that, has been fucking uh, been killing it. Obviously, what do you think? How do you think this election is going to go? That's what I want to know, actually. Because oh, you've boy. always stayed pr- pretty politically, you know, informed as far as it goes. Yeah, um, I really hope it goes that he is gone. Mm. But with this post office shit, with all these other things that are, you know, um, the uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you know, he's talking about contesting whatever election results, like all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And like, like how many people does he really have behind him? I mean, that's really what, when we'll find out. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Joe's, how do you feel about, how do you feel about Biden and Kamala Harris? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, mixed feelings, you know, I, I was hoping for, uh, you know, an older Brooklyn guy, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever running mate that he ended up choosing, you know. Sure. But yeah, have you seen that meme that's been going around? Uh, yeah, with uh, with a, with a, with a AOC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The wish, <laughs> the, like, the wish thing. Yeah. yeah. Like Bernie and AOC, and then it's like what you ordered, and there's the wish logo, and then it's what you got with Biden <laughs> yeah. and Kamala under it. <laughs> oh fuck. AOC isn't old enough anyway, so no, hundred yeah. percent. She will be for 2024, but not not this one. And. Bernie will be what ninety? One hundred and eighty. Yeah, one hundred eight <laughs> years old. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, I, I've always said that Trump is definitely the fucking kid that when he's losing the chess game, well, checkers probably. Yeah, he fucking oh, yeah. wipes it's, the board. It, <laughs> you know, what it's I mean? all and, checkers. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I don't think there's any chess over there. Chess is far too complex for him. Yeah. to, to, to actually said he's, You know, I'll be shocked if he gets voted out and and leaves. Yeah, that's my well, biggest. Fear. I mean, yeah. we'll 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 see what happens if the establishment uh, backs him uh, on his. I mean, at at that point, then it's it's a you know a totalitarian takeover, right, or or yeah. whatever the proper word is. But yeah, um, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. You know, fucking Mussolini or some shit. You know, I don't know. I've been I've been stockpiling water and bullets and fucking. I just uh, wanted to <laughs> throw out. You said during Obama that that. You know the po- political things were, you know, like there was a bunch of shitty shit that happened under Obama too. So there's oh, yeah, still no, there was still plenty of fire that we could have uh, pointed at. You know, th- you know, you know, we had Occupy and we had a, f- a few, you know, standing, standing, uh, uh, standing rock and like, like you know, there were a few things that 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 did happen that we hated what Obama was doing. You know, oh, drone sure. drone strikes and all that shit. You know. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Chelsea, killed, all the he's Chelsea, killed more the, fucking civilians with drone strikes than almost any fucking war combined. In yeah, history, well, you know what I mean. And there's a lot of bad shit you could say about him. But what he in, was good at was at Trump, least yeah. at least unifying people. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? In some sort of way, in most fashion. people. This, well, most people. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a reason <laughs> that Trump's elected, obviously, and that was the backlash to Obama. You know. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, I, I think at least when he spoke, he gave the general appearance that he was trying to unify people. Whereas 
this fucking guy just has zero interest in it. You know what I mean? It's it's all him and his followers and that's it. You know what I mean? It's a big fucking media blitz. That's it. At least you could get through an Obama uh, press conference without fucking total bumbling and, you know, nonsense and, and, a hundred percent lies maybe maybe there were some lies going on there or at oh, least uh, some lies with obama yeah or at least some deceptions of truth you know or mm-hmm. you know uh, glossing over the important details yeah. stuff like that well you just don't need to know the shit so we're not going to tell you kind of right. stuff you know yeah. but see that's the difference between liberals and 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 conservatives or at least what they're really not conservatives they're republicans now that's that's not conservatism that they're practicing but that, it's definitely not traditional Republicans. Yeah, and we're not really traditional liberals anymore either. But for for, for 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 layman's sake, we'll just use those terms. You know, liberals are critical of their own leaders. Mm. You know, we we can put, oh, no, that shit was fucking wrong, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, these drone strikes are wrong. Chelsea Manning stuff was wrong. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, WikiLeaks, all like all of these Edward things Snowden, that were Snowden, dude. Snowden, Edward Snowden, Snowden, like like, you know I mean? like like all that stuff was yeah. wrong um even if even if it was a continuation of bush policy you know the patriot act like all all those mm-hmm. things we can point out and you're still allowing that to happen uh uh but you'll never see republicans oh, doing, they definitely, the same, yeah. doing the same thing but critiquing like mm-hmm. like this this post office debacle that's going on right now why are the republicans saying stop this that, that's, yeah. stop this yeah, because I don't know how you could have an open standing president admit on national television that he's sabotaging yeah. the post office to help his own election. I don't know how that's not absolute cause for like this is fucking bananas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because at least back in the past, everyone tried to hold the tradition of of okay, elections are sacred. Yeah, as for as much as whatever it's worth. You know what I mean? They've all right. cheated elections both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. someone to stand there admit openly and then everyone be like, "Yeah, exactly." It's like, dude, you guys have lost all track of what fucking real democracy is. Yeah, you know? and right. then now it, I now the only argument here is like, this isn't a fucking democracy. This is a republic, and blah blah blah. I'm like, you know what, dude? Okay, this is a republic. Yeah, that's the whole the new art. You know, the argument is that we are a republic. We're not a fucking democracy. It's like, well, when 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 was that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yes, yeah. it was the Republic of the United States of America back in the day, you know, but I, it just, it's so fucking asinine to me, man. I, I don't know. Uh, we, I'm interested yeah. to see what happens. You know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm bullets, water, food. Come find me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping yeah. I just don't have to pay rent here pretty soon after November. You right. Know, we'll be just surviving. I'd be, right. <laughs> that's like what I feel I was made for. You know what I mean? <laughs> At least. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, man, I I think we covered a lot, bro. It was, it was awesome to have you on. Um, Thanks, dude. Any? Uh, let's see. What else? What do you got? Out of trust right now? You guys were writing and recording. What are you guys doing? Yeah. So we released a new EP in uh, like May first, I think it was. So five song EP. Mm-hmm. Um, I ha- we have a a new song called Nard Song that's on there uh, that we had everybody else sing. Mm. Like like I just sing the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know Zach sings a piece, John C sings a piece. You know, yeah. I wanted I wanted to get you in there, but then COVID and like, well, we'll yeah. just take what we got. You know, yeah. Um, so so that song, we we were really stoked on how how well that came out. And I made a shitty video for that. Is it out? Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Find it yeah. on YouTube or something? On YouTube, just it, my channel's Burn, Burning Joe. Okay. So Burning Dog, but Burning Joe. And mm-hmm. it's run together. There's no there's no space or hyphen or anything. Cool. Um, so Burning Joe, and it's – I got all kinds of stuff on there, all kinds of old – shows and stuff too you know not just burning dog but like all kind of, you know all oh, no, sorts you, of stuff i mean that uh, you yeah. sent me a dropbox link uh dropbox link the other day with like oh yeah <laughs> so many fucking old bands even my, in my old bands that i hadn't heard in yeah. years you know what i mean i listened to yeah. a couple tracks last night i was tripping out dude i mean 15 years old on that app of that comp you know what i mean yeah and uh it was it's did, cool so I mean, you did you did end up listening to it last yeah, night yeah i listened yeah, yeah. i mean john right. listened to some stuff and, you know went yeah. into Kenji and you know some of the all just those old tunes so if you have yeah, anywhere we, close to some of that stuff on youtube that's a cool thing to check out you know? yeah we had uh burning dog had a song on there and then i was in that band seven day war that's right so we, yeah. we, we, we we had a song on there too that was a cool uh, comp man yeah that was that I was, was so a lot of fun to be involved was that like 99 that came out yeah it would have been yeah. it was pre-2000 but right right around yeah there. yeah um, that was fun uh right. and then besides that i guess we can catch you not co-hosting but guest hosting on 185 miles south huh yeah whatever whatever my role is there you know i i love zach and we we have a lot of fun talking shit and um you know uh, lately we've been doing these like uh our favorite records things yeah, i just started uh, listening to the build your own hardcore band oh <laughs> build, build build the band i think yeah, i got the, the band. best band I haven't got through it yet, but it, I'm, yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Because yeah. I got Bill Stevenson on drums. Oh, so yeah. It's already a win. Fuck everybody else. Right. <laughs> yeah. For sure, man. No, it's although, cool, man. Although those guys are pretty amazing drummers, too. So, I, yeah, I, I'm um, – but, yeah, so so that's fun. All right. Um, and that's uh, 185 miles south. Um, And I'm stoked that you guys are doing this. I've been watching them on YouTube. Oh, cool. Uh, Cause that's just the easiest way for me to do it. Uh, yeah. you know, cause I, just I like put the video in. element now, man. I've been, yeah. you know, it, it, I was saying before that, you know, this zoom thing was like an unacceptable form of podcasting for a long time because it, it's always better to be in a room with someone. Oh and, yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right. But now that you can't, it's like, you know, this is it. And it, it works out pretty good, you know, yeah. cause now we can do the video element and make it really fucking easy. You know, it's, right. And the sound quality is pretty good. Every, everything that you've done has, sound, has sounded pretty well. Yeah, so, bad, you know, I, I just have this, I just have this fancy mic and stuff. So I don't, I don't know how, how this will end up sounding because this is what I do. You know, I, I have a stand up desk. That's what I'm, I'm, you know, Oh, you're standing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice dude. I try to, I, I try to sit only during the day. And then when I do the podcast, I stand cause it's just yeah. easier for, cause, cause I like, I pace and walk around and I move my hands and yeah. if, I, if I'm I know, sitting I'm down, always, I'm always talking like this, like Will Ferrell when he, like, yeah. <laughs> Talladega yeah. nights, I, I always yeah. see my hands going like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if, if, if I'm sitting, you know, like, like the chair will make too much noise and you know, my wife's like, shut up. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd love to watch you get yelled at by your wife on a podcast. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, Joe, I could, I love I could you, arrange man. that. You love yeah, it too. This buddy. is awesome, man. Um, all right, guys. So, uh, you guys can uh, please uh, follow us on any major podcast format: like, rate, review, comment, all that shit. Uh, also, check out our Patreon page. We got some pretty cool, um, uh, epic bonus episodes coming at you. Early access. Uh, exclusive merchandise if you sign up for the higher tiers and um 
uh, basically a chance to be on the podcast for the bonus episode. So check out patreon.com slash get heavy podcast. And then check out our new merchandise at get heavy podcast.bigcartel.com designed by Casey Howard, bad motherfucker, cool double-sided shirts. Um, the pre-sale will be going till the end of August. We'll start shipping shirts probably around September 1st, but uh, love you guys. And uh, we'll see you soon.